Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful. Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hi guys, welcome back to Happy and Healthy. It's Ginny and I'm Apola and I'm so excited to have you here on today's episode. Today's episode is with a good friend of mine, Meredith Foster. You might know who she is. She's a longtime friend of mine and a YouTuber. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of singleness and how to steward your single season well. And it's just kind of an open conversation where you get to just hear more stuff from us and just kind of talk about dating and everything. We also filmed an episode on Meredith's podcast, which is called Unfiltered Faith. So go check that out as well, because we do get pretty honest in that one as well. And I open up about something pretty heavy in that podcast as well. So go check that out. But overall, I hope you guys have been loving my podcast. It's been such a joy making these. I love these. I'm always looking for more suggestions from you guys on my Instagram, which is the Happy and Healthy Podcast Instagram. Or you can just DM me on my Ginny Amapola Instagram. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I love you guys, and let's just get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Happy and Healthy. It's Janine Amapola, and today I am here with a special, special guest. It's Meredith Foster. (laughs) (laughs) Meredith Foster is with me today, and I'm so excited because we've both been on YouTube for like ever a long time like Like 2009 yeah yeah Yeah, for me it's 2008 i'm old (laughs) i know i'm really old wait was it no 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 no. 2008 no you're right no 2010 2010 okay Okay, yeah because i grew up actually watching i think you were one of the first people i started watching and i was like bethany yeah bethany megan hart's makeup michelle fawn so basically we go way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but Meredith is a YouTuber, a podcaster. Tell them kind of where they can find you. So I have a podcast called Unfiltered Faith, and then I'm just Meredith Foster on all socials, and I have a book out right now, Fostering Your Best Self, and that's yes. that's me in a nutshell. That's so exciting. Yeah, she just released a book, so if you guys want to go check that out, definitely go do that. And the reason why I want to bring Meredith on is just because, first of all, like we're both we're both Christians, and so we just have a lot in common. Like 
I don't think I've like related to a YouTuber as much as like you. I've never related to anyone. Yeah, more than you. <laughs> and it's it's really nice because like anything she posts on Instagram, I'm like, yes, girl, yes. I'm like sending the clapping emojis because I just I just there's get a it. lot we agree on and yeah, yeah. a lot, <laughs> a lot. And so uh, we're both also single. That's another commonality we yes. have, which leads me to today's topic. And I wanted to talk about the importance of singleness. How do you steward your single years as best as possible? What does that look like? Because it's so important. It is. It really is. And a lot of us learn the hard way. Like Mm -hmm. we we go through things and we grow from our mistakes. And I sometimes I don't even like to look at it as mistakes because we really are like you're you're evolving into the person and you're learning from these things and you're you're becoming who God created you to be. And Mm -hmm. that's really what I've taken from all my past experiences. Mm -hmm. And I, I've never been in a relationship actually. So I'm like fully, I don't even know what a healthy, like relationship That's crazy. So I've been in three long-term relationships. One in high school, one in college and one post-college. Okay. And you're 26, I'm 24. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but really though, like for a 24 year old, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of girls can relate. There's a lot of girls in their twenties that have never been in a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I've never been in a relationship. And I feel like maybe you get these same DMs, but I get DMs from girls all the time being like, what's wrong with me? I'm 20 years old. I'm 25 years old. I've never had a serious relationship. Why Why won't God like allow me to have a relationship? Like, There has to be something wrong with me. To me, I'm almost like, no, that's a blessing. Like, That is protection. You don't have to go through like what I've been through. Like, Heartache and heartbreak is easily one of the worst feelings ever. And so for you to get to avoid that, I think that is honestly such a protection and a covering over you. So I don't look at that as negative. I look Mm -hmm. at that as a positive. And like now you don't have like the baggage or the scars or the old memories or like for me, I'm like, oh, my ex-boyfriend used to do this to me. And now the next boyfriend, I kind of compare and like, I don't want to do that. And I honestly think that's kind of a blessing. It's such a blessing. And rejection is really God's protection. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. that's, that's a way to look at it in a positive way. Like if there's a guy that you had your eye on or that you liked if that person doesn't reciprocate those feelings we we have to just look at it as like okay god didn't want me with this person and there's someone else out there that's Mm -hmm. better for me and better suited for me so looking at it that way and just taking that time of singleness to really learn more about yourself to really heal anything that happened in the past and just focus on seeking the lord in your relationship with him and then that person will come up beside you and you guys can build each other up and edify and grow with each other Mm, that's so good Okay, so maybe you're like us and you're, you're, you've been single for a while or you've just been in a season of maybe loneliness or you're just like, why am I so single? Why can I not find somebody? Is there something wrong with me? Maybe you're just questioning yourself and we kind of wanted just to talk today about like why singleness is a gift from God and it shouldn't be looked down upon because so many people look at like a relationship or marriage as this like final end goal of like once you get that then you'll be happy and I think that's like a lie from the pit of hell yeah because it's like if you're not happy in your singleness like you're you're, no guy girl marriage relationship just gonna magically come and solve that that's why like you gotta be content now content with yourself your purpose your calling like your value your identity your identity is everything and rock that now and when a person comes along it's like awesome I'm already complete he's already complete or she's already complete we don't have to complete each other because we're both already complete 
So I think the goal of singleness is to be as happy and healthy and complete as possible. It's so good. That's like the first thing I learned like right after I went through some of the things in my past. Like I was like, okay, I need to be whole and complete on my own before I'm getting into relationship because I felt like I was looking to people to fulfill me when in mm-hmm. reality Jesus is the only thing that's going to fill that hole and that can go with so many different things whether like it's if you're you know going to uh, material things or alcohol or whatever like there's things that we go to to, f- to fill that mm-hmm. when and relationships are a huge part of that like people use relationships as a thing to like 100%. they settle like I know so many people yeah. and I just would rather wait on God's perfect timing mm-hmm. and not get into something that could possibly just distract me from my purpose and the plan God has for me. Right. I think that's so good because I even think like needing someone to complete you is a good, just a sign of codependency, which is a whole other episode I want to talk about. But that's just a sign of like, I'm codependent on this person. My happiness, my joy, my value, my identity is dependent upon this person. So it's like, what happens when they leave? Then all of a sudden, all of those things, value, worth, identity, everything is shattered because you're like, wait, I place that in that person. So you have to find it first in yourself and in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so what would you say, like, what have you done in your life that you feel like has helped you do that? So a few things that have, I think, really helped me is just really, I know this sounds, honestly, this, this sounds silly, but I, like, go on dates with myself and Jesus. Like, oh, I, I go, same. Like, literally, I mean, I've been really just falling in love with Jesus. I go to the beach. I listen to worship music. I'm just so fixing my gaze and my eyes on him that I don't even really desire. I have a desire for marriage someday, but I'm not like desiring to Mm -hmm. be with someone because I, Jesus is what is like fulfilling me. And so for me, like just going out, having fun by myself with friends and Mm -hmm. just doing things that are fun, like having fun with people that you enjoy to spend time with, like that's going to be such a great thing to do because if you're at home just sitting there, you're going to feel lonely. Like I feel lonely a lot of the time, but then I'm like, okay, Meredith, Get out of this. Like, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. You're never alone. So, And I think if you're just, like, marinating all the time on, like, I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm single, I'm lonely, no one likes me, like, you are what you believe. And so the more that you keep believing that, the more you will start living that out and walking that out, and that will start becoming a, a part of your identity. Like, you'll mm-hmm. just believe, like, no one likes me. This is my identity. Like, this is who I'm going to be forever. It's like, no, you got to, like, shift your mindset and, and not think that way because... Like, again, this is such a beautiful season right now. Like, I've always heard this saying that married people problems are are really single people problems. problems. They're single people problems. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're not dealing with them in your singleness, you'll bring them into your marriage. And then you're like, wait, this is festering. This is like, you know, opening a massive wound. But it's because you've never dealt with it in your single years. Mm -hmm. And so I think kind of the same thing. Like, I'll go on road trips by myself. I mean, I live alone. She lives alone. Like, please don't come find us and hurt us <laughs> it's so scary i have security cameras that. yeah don't you i have pepper spray in my bedside table <laughs> i have a security guard now yeah. <laughs> we have bodyguards <laughs> not really but i mean yes we do what do you mean <laughs> um but like we're so content being alone because we've learned to be comfortable in the uncomfortable like mm-hmm. it is uncomfortable to be alone yeah, sometimes it is and you know going on my first road trip by myself i was like this is eerie it's scary but like yeah. i learned so much about myself and loved it and I was like wow this is so fun so like really you are dating yourself you're getting to yeah. know yourself and there's so much freedom in it too I remember when I was in high school I didn't have very many friends and I was kind of the person to just be okay with walking around the halls alone and I didn't always feel like I needed to have someone like walking with me and there's like that independence is so freeing and just feeling like your happiness is not dependent on someone else basically mm-hmm. like just going out there 
doing your thing. It's very freeing. Like it feels, yeah. it feels good. It definitely does. And it's kind of like a confidence boost where you're like, I don't need no man's like, no man's completes me. Like it really is nice. But I think more logistically kind of what I would recommend and kind of what I've done. I guess my watch doesn't understand, apparently. Siri's confused. Siri, she's always confused. I'm just going to take that off. Okay. I think, I mean, it definitely takes time. Like I said, sitting in the uncomfortable, like anything that is not is a little uncomfortable is probably good for you because it's like those growing pains. And that's like what God does all the time of like in John 15, how he prunes the, the prunes, the branches that don't bear fruit. If you guys don't really know what that means, go read John 15 and it talks all about that there. But I think in your season of singleness, he's going to do a lot of pruning. And you want that, even though it's painful. But you want God to reveal the areas where you're like, I feel like I need a person to complete me. So you want to be secure on your own. And then ultimately, just finding your identity in the Lord. And like, what does that look like? Like, that means like going through the Bible, going through the word and saying, what does God say about me? And then you say, okay, like these are literally, I'm entitled to believe this because his word is true and this word is for me. And you start kind of putting on like the the crown of like, you know, I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter Mm -hmm. of the king. And once you start placing that identity, you're like, okay, if I'm a daughter of the king, the guy that, the man that has created the entire universe, I'm not going to let a man disrespect me. I'm not going to let a man disrespect my body and take advantage of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a huge lesson that I yeah. had to learn. I mean, oh, me I too. <laughs> don't we all? We all yeah. What's so cool I think about is like everyone is on their own journey and we're all on different parts of it. And mm-hmm. so we went through, like I'm sure we went through similar things, but at different times. And so even yeah. if you're listening to this, it's like you may be at a stage that we already went through. So I think it's so cool to be able to connect with people and mm-hmm. like share this experience. And I know a, a lot of me is like, wait, y'all go listen to this um, sermon from Rich Wilkerson. It's called Single and Secure. Oh, I still haven't, I need to listen to that. It is so good. That one completely inspired me. Go listen to that one. It's from Voo Church, which is V-O-U-S, Voo Church. I need to watch that. I I listened to it twice because it was that good. What was the takeaway from that? It was also saying like in the Bible, like in Proverbs 31, I was like, he who finds a good wife finds a good thing. And there's so many girls just like throwing themselves out there because they're like, I need someone to love me. I need someone to accept me. And he's like, no, no, no. A good man will find you because you're on your journey. You're doing your thing. You're so confident in the Lord. You're running this race. And next thing you know, he's like, wait, I'm running up next beside you. And I want that. Like, I want what this girl has. And you're just doing your own thing. You're confident. You're secure. You're like, I don't need a person to complete me. And then the man that is secure and single as well comes alongside you and finds you. And he's like, let's do this together. Let's run this race together. That's so good. That's like exactly where I'm at right now too. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you were going to say? No. No? <laughs> okay, hopefully we'll pray that she remembers that. Um, what other like practical things would you say has helped you in your singleness? Definitely journaling. I do a lot of journaling. Me and too. I think just like writing down some things that maybe I need still need to heal and fully recover from that I don't like that I repress because I've done a lot of repressing of my emotions and feelings in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just writing is so helpful. And then even if you don't like to write, if you like to sing, you can sing, you can write music. That's mm-hmm. something that is is really great. I feel like also just even like hanging out with like other single people, like people that are in the same yeah. walk of life as you. Cause I have a lot of single friends and everyone, I mean, especially in LA, I don't think there's as much pressure to get married than there is in the South. Like me being from Texas, like 
Isn't that weird? That's all my so friends weird. are pretty much all my friends are married back at home. So I'm like, mm-hmm. and I go home. You're and like, I'm like uh-huh, and then there's me. <laughs> but like everyone here is so just like, hey, let's there's go to the no beach. Rush. So like no there's one no cares, rush. which it's really really nice. But I know it's so easy. Here's another thing I would say is the comparison. It is so easy to scroll on Instagram. It's so easy to look at other couples and be like, they have it all together. Their life is perfect. That's exactly what I want. But you have to remember that there's always more than meets the eye. That couple could be toxic. There could be issues. Mm -hmm. They probably fight. Every couple fights. So like to kind of want what someone else has is not like our God's plan for us because you have your own unique story and path and he's going to create something unique to just you. So wanting, like I guess we're like coveting, coveting like another person's relationship is not what God has intended for you. And it's good that you you can take things you admire, things you want, but like just remembering that like your own story and path is so unique to what God has specifically for you. I agree with that. <laughs> that reminds me of Pastor Mike Todd's relationship goals mm-hmm. because he talks about what is a real relationship goal because we see these people on Instagram and YouTube and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So he mm-hmm. breaks down like what actually is a relationship goal. Right. And I just think like overall, you guys, singleness should be looked at as beautiful because these are your last years. Like when are you going to get these years back where like you can do Fly, yeah. travel, do whatever you volunteer, want. Volunteer, serve yeah. your community. You like, got no kids, you know, needing you for anything, driving yeah. them to school. Like these are your last years to fully be able to do whatever you want. You, that bucket list, go and check those things off. Go skydiving. Go book a yeah. trip to New Zealand. I don't know. Like I mean, well, with COVID, you can't really right <laughs> now. Super depressing. I know. But, like, these are your years to do what you want to do and not necessarily be selfish. Like she was saying, like, give back, serve. And as you're just rocking your single years as best as you can, like, get as healthy as possible. Fitness-wise, spiritually, mentally, counseling, work out. Like, do what you can to be the best version of yourself that is what i try to do i feel like that's exactly what Meredith that's tries like to do. what my book is about it's fostering your best self exactly. mind, body, go spirit. check out her book <laughs> but literally that's i think yeah. it's so true and then again like you'll find someone that's doing the exact same thing because like a guy is gonna want i mean i can't just say this is like there's guys that listen to this too a guy or a girl like overall i feel like you want someone that's confident you want someone that is just like you know living their best life that they're just they're they love the Lord. They're able that, to like, pour out because they're already right. fulfilled. So they yeah. are able to pour out everything that they have, their love, their, you know, their time and all that stuff. Right. They're it's not like taking that, from you. Exactly. there's a lot of like energy drainers out there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've so experienced many. that. Yes, girl. We know. <laughs> it's a crime. But that's why, yeah, like your cup is full. So then you can pour back into other people. But when your cup isn't full, you're constantly looking, someone fill my cup, fill my cup, fill mm-hmm. my cup. Yep. And that's where, again, the codependency comes in. So... I think, yeah, just, like, being the best version of yourself is what I would recommend. I think that's what I like to do. So, I mean, like we say, like, you date yourself. Like, go on road trips. Like, eat healthy. Work out. Like, find things you like. Like, whether that's surfing, running, biking. Like, read books. I really do think these are the years to learn about yourself, what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And and just to remember that this is a gift and shifting your mindset of saying this is negative, negative, negative. Because... I feel like with just culture, media, movies, whatever, it's like, again, the end goal is always get married, have kids, whatever, but like, you can still live your best life in your singleness. You totally can. Oh, yeah. I feel yes. like we're, we're doing I, We that. are. We are right now. <laughs> okay, this is something we were talking about earlier, 
And we were saying that we almost love being single, like, too, oh my like, gosh. too I much. Think, I think I'm getting to the point where, like, I'm afraid to be in a relationship yeah. because I know I have to let down all my walls. And I hate I, it. I built up all these walls and, like, I don't want to let anyone in. That's <laughs> where I'm scary. at. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to see the real me. No. I know. So, like, okay, I'm going on a date on Thursday. And, like, I mean, I've gone on dates and I've, like, you know, kind of talked to guys and, when it gets down to, like, really the commitment part, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I start... Yeah, it's the commitment. It's the commitment. Oh, I start panicking. I'm like, oh, my gosh, is this... Do, do I really want this? Like, what, what's going to happen? Like, am I going to have to get married? What are our children's names? Like, I freak out. And that's that's probably an issue. You're an overthinker like me. It's oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. If y'all are an overthinker out there, like, we get you. Yeah. But that's also, I think, another thing. Like, in your singleness, you got to identify the root of, like, okay, why am I scared to be in a relationship? Why do I have commitment issues? I'm not saying I have commitment issues, but I'm just so... I don't want to get hurt again. It was funny. But literally, like, I feel like my walls are so high and I'm so yeah. scared to be hurt again that I'm like, oh, no one can bring these down unless I really, really trust you. And that's where we have to just surrender. We have to be like, Lord, take this away from me, this anxiety, and just surrender that because that is something that's our flesh being scared of being hurt again. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, singleness. The daunting topic. I just think, again, you have to be really careful of, like, what you're filling your mind with because so many movies, they just always are filling your mind with, like, relationship equals happiness. Or, like, what it should look like Mm -hmm. when, Mm -hmm. in reality, it's, like, a lot of that stuff is so unrealistic, Mm -hmm. big time, that we get this idea in our heads and we start comparing and we're like, well, if it doesn't look like that, it should have gone like that. And then when it doesn't happen, we're, like, devastated. Well, and also I feel like we're all comparing ourselves to, like, movies in The Bachelor, which is not reality. Wait, what? Movies in The Bachelor? In The Bachelor. Like, or The oh, Bachelor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, you're going on these, like, fancy dates. No, and, like, that helicopter rides. And it's like, here. you cannot compare that. It's so that. fake. It's so fake. I mean, literally, I know people on the show, and they're like, um, it's fake. So, yeah. don't, that's the thing you need to be super careful is, like, wanting something from, like, movies or The Bachelor, because yeah. it's literally scripted. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. So being careful of kind of like what, what you're you watch, filling your yeah. mind with. Or just to have that discernment. Like you mm-hmm. can watch it because I know we will. Like we, we, we love it, The Bachelor. <laughs> just knowing it's like, okay, we know this is staged pretty much. Like we know that this is not how it's going to go. So mm-hmm. just having that discernment is very important. Right, right. And I think something also as well is like just in your community, I think it's important to let people in. Because you want to let people in and say, like, hey, I I am feeling lonely. I'm feeling really sad. I feel like I really desire a boyfriend. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with desiring marriage or desiring a boyfriend. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I want to get married one day. Like, I'm sure you Mm -hmm. do, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to have kids one day. Like, for sure, I, I want that. But it's not, you can't keep dwelling on it. Like, because the more you're dwelling on it, the more it's just going to keep, like, flooding your mind. Every day you're going to think about it. And you want to be careful, again, of just how much you're dwelling on, like, loneliness and singleness. And just trying to reshift the thinking of, like, okay, no, like, these are my best years. Like, I'm not going to have this again. Like, this is my time to love myself, to grow, to learn about myself, to do whatever I want. Like, date around. Like, figure out what you like and what you don't like. Well, within reason. Yeah. (laughs) Within reason. Let me say that. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just be careful. Yeah. Don't, you know, talk to, you don't, okay, we can also talk about this. Like, leading people on is something I've been afraid of because I know I've personally been led on. And so mm-hmm. I would never want to do that to a guy. So I always am very upfront and clear about, like, what what this is or just we're talking as friends. Like, there's no, I just never want anyone's feelings to get hurt. Yeah. Because I know I've been there. I'm like, I would never want that for anyone. Are you saying, so. like, pity dating then? 
No, no, I mean, like, oh. when you're talking to someone. Oh, like, yeah. Because people get their hopes up, especially yes. when you can't, when, in our age of dating, because, ev- like, everything is, like, dating apps and over-messaging people online, it's, like, you can't actually, you don't have an idea of what they're thinking because you're just reading their words. You're not hearing from them in person. Like, you're right. not face-to-face yet. So you have to be careful of, like, not getting your hopes up or making yeah. false um, realities, like, I, I'm guilty of that. Like, I will literally make a reality in my head that doesn't even exist. Yeah. Like, oh, it's same. just, it, I think in this day and age, dating is just so, it's so tricky. It really is. So, mm-hmm. what was I saying about, oh, like, leaving people on. Like, just being careful about other people's feelings and just taking that into consideration when you're, like, dating. People. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I think that's so good. And so, I think there's a lot of sermons you guys can check out from Voo Church, um, Relationship Goals Series, and The Porch. They all talk about, like, singleness and how to steward that well and just dealing with, like, loneliness because I do want to validate you guys in the sense of, like, yeah, like, there are girls that maybe haven't been in a relationship for four years or forever or you do feel lonely or you don't feel desired. And we want to validate you in that sense of, like, we know what that feels like. It's hard, but you want to try to, like, flesh that out before you get in a relationship and take that up with the Lord and bring community into that. Maybe bring a counselor into Mm -hmm. that. Journal through that, like she was saying. I journal almost every single day, and it is the most, like, therapeutic healing thing for me. And just again, remember, like, these are the years, like, we want to deal with everything. There's a saying I heard that's, like, you can't heal what you won't reveal, Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, right? So if you're just, like, suppressing, suppressing, you're like, I don't want to deal with it. I just want a boyfriend to cope and, like, numb this pain, then you're not really healing the root. Like, we want to always get to the, the root, root of the problem. Because yeah. otherwise, you're just you're just covering up things with a Band-Aid, and then that Band-Aid is going to get ripped up, and then there's going to be a huge wound underneath that you've never dealt with. I love that. I also like how you said about the revealing. I thought about this because when I was repressing everything and not sharing what I was struggling with. When you start to share your struggles or what you're, what's going on internally, that's when you start to heal. When you actually reveal mm-hmm. those things that you're thinking are like just secrets in your head that you're scared to tell anyone. That's like when I started find, finding healing from like my eating disorder and all that stuff is mm-hmm. because I finally started to share it and talk to people and just let people into my mind and yes. let people into my head with me. So. so good. I think community is so unbelievably important. And something that I even noticed that Meredith was doing, like, when I came over, I saw that you had written a letter to your future <laughs> husband, and I thought that was so cute because I've actually done that before. Like, do you want to explain a little bit of more yeah. why you did that? So, okay, I'm really just big on, I, the Lord has put a desire in my heart for marriage, so I'm just kind of, he's preparing me for that, and I just, I've been writing, like, letters to my husband, and I pray for him, like, almost every day, mm-hmm. um, just because I just feel this... I just feel like that's what I'm called to do, and I just think my next thing in life is going to be raising a family and just having this amazing, godly spouse, and I'm just really excited. So that's what I've been doing. (laughs) Yeah, I've done that before too, you guys, and so I think that's another tip you can do is like during the singleness, like pray for what you want, write down what you want, and, and figure out like what does a godly spouse look like, and remembering like, okay, so this book, Sacred Search, I've talked about this all. I've heard about that, and also the one "Marriage in Light of Eternity" by Francis Chan. Oh, I haven't heard that. One. That one, it's very similar to the one you're reading. Ooh. We need to. It's so good, you y'all. Freaking Sacred Search by Gary Thomas. That it will give you an incredible guideline of like going through my single years, and as I'm going through my dating season, what what should I be looking for? So that it asks you some incredible hard questions that I think mm-hmm. everyone needs to answer again. So it's called Sacred Search by Gary Thomas. I recommend reading that in your singleness because that completely reshaped what do I want 
And what am I looking for as I'm dating? And if a guy doesn't like fulfill that to me, I'm like, sorry, bye. Like if you can't do ministry with me, if you're not ultimately leading people closer to the Lord with me, you're not going to raise godly children with me. You're not going to like your mission everywhere you go. (laughs) (laughs) Meredith's like, yes. But like ultimately if that's not your goal, then you're not going to work for me. I'm sorry. So as you're in your single years, you can discover what is it that I really want and I don't want. Like, make that little list. Journal about it. Pray about your future husband. Write letters to him. Like, that's what I do. That's what she does. And I think it's a really, really great way just to kind of, like, know a little bit more of what you want. And during your single season, like, it's just a good way to kind of, like... It's like... Steward the years better? Yeah, Like, yeah, as no, time is good. passing, like, you might as well be praying from him, journaling yeah. about him, and, like, figuring out what you want and don't want. hmm mm-hmm. We love it. So, yeah, I think those are some of the tips. That was helpful. I mean, I feel refreshed. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I am still single. I need this for myself. I know, same. Yeah. But again, just learning to like try to love the years. Like they, they can be really fun. Life is what you make it. You can make it awesome or you can sit and sulk. You have the choice every single day to make it positive or negative. And so, I mean, hopefully this is some encouragement. So if you're going through singleness, I hope this helped you out and hopefully you gain something from this stay encouraged guys yeah we're rooting for you we are rooting for you we're we're both right there as well yeah we feel you and i just believe like in god's right timing he will bring the right person so stay faithful to the lord just stay super faithful run the race try to get to know yourself deal with the past hurts and bring community in and ultimately like god's just gonna bless you with someone at his perfect timing and I know that sounds like the cliche thing to say, but, but it's I, true. I believe it though. I, I really do. It. I've seen it happen to all my friends. And so just own it, you guys. Thank you, Meredith, for Thanks joining for having us. Me on, Janine. That was so that fun. That was so much fun. And again, you can check out Meredith and all her stuff. I'll have it linked down below. She just released a new book. So go check that out. And I love you guys. I will see you on the next episode of Happy and Healthy next Tuesday. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast with Meredith where we just talked about singleness. I hope this helped you out if you are single and you've been going through a season of singleness. And I know that it's not fun, but I promise you guys, if you just keep trusting on Lord and devoting yourself to this time just to really focus on yourself and God, I just feel like you can't go wrong because you really do want to be a complete happy and healthy person without someone. And so I hope this episode really helped you out a little bit more with that. Again, if you guys want to check out Meredith's podcast, I will have that linked in the description, but it's called Unfiltered Faith. If you guys want to follow my social media, that is Janine Amapola. And the Happy and Healthy podcast is Happy and Healthy Podcast. That's the name. And I will see you guys next Tuesday for another episode because I post every single Tuesday. So thank you guys for listening. Love you so much. And stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys.